Welcome to the Daily Star Devotion once again with the Holy Spirit using a servant, Pastor Mike S. Banda of Glorious Trinity Senegal's GTS in Accra, Ghana, for 25th May 2021. In a Daily Star Devotion titled, Your Future is Where God Ordains. Your Future is Where God Ordains. This morning, God wants us to know that He has a future for us, purpose for us which has not entered into the heart, which has not entered into the mind, which no man, no man is aware about it, which which doesn't come about because the devil wills it or the devil does not wills it. But that future he has prepared it for you that you are listening to this daily star. And he wants you to know that he has ordained the future for you, which is coming to pass. It's coming to pass by his own name, by his own hand, by his own power and word because he has spoken it. And he wants you to know that there is a hope for you. There is a future for you. There is a way out for you. You are where you are stuck or what you are facing now doesn't mean you are going to stay there forever. He's going to bring you out and he's going to open the doors for a future for your wonderful life that he, the Lord, has given you. Your life is hidden in Jesus. Your life is in Jesus. Your life is, 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 is something that God has already ordained and he's looking on the left, he's looking on the right. He's working to his future. He's working things physically for you and for things to be to be joyous, to be successful, and to be perfect as far as the future that he has for you is concerned. We are taking this morning's devotional scripture from the book of Genesis chapter 41, verses 37 to 45, KJV, King James Version. I'm reading, and the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servant, can we find such a one? as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all the people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set over all the land of Egypt. I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in a vesture of fine fine line, lame, and put a gold chain about his neck, and he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, bow, bow the knee, and he came and he be, he made him ruler of all, ruler of all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Saphnai Pania, and he gave him to wife Ashinet, the daughter of Potipharira, priest of On. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. This is a very remarkable Bible lesson, a very remarkable story in the Bible. And this morning, God wants to, to use it in telling us that our, our future is ordained where he has purpose it. Imagine Joseph, he had this dream. He has this dream twice, and he told his father, he told them that he saw them bow down to him, and they didn't really understand it. His father, once upon a time, his father was joyous with it. At another time, he was aggrieved with it, but then he kept 
he cursed it uh, by his brothers. They were not happy. Are you indeed going to rule over us, seeing that you are the youngest, seeing that we came to this end before you, seeing that we are our father's first born, and you the youngest, the last but one, you are not expected to rule over us. Uh, and they were not happy about it, uh, but they had no chance to lay hand on him. Until one day they went to Dotan, and Bible says as they went to Dotan and went further, Bible says uh, it was some days, uh, and they have not returned. So as they have not returned, their father Jacob now sent Joseph to go and bring report. And Bible say when they saw him coming, they said, here comes the dreamer. Here comes the dreamer. The one who has been dreaming. The one that we are not happy about. The one that we know about his future. You see, all the sons of Joseph, uh, all the sons of Jacob, I beg your pardon, they somehow, somehow knew how to interpret dreams. Uh, so they said, uh, are you indeed going to rule over us? Here comes the dreamer. The, the, you see, they have not forgotten about the dream. They identify him with the dream. Then they said, let us kill him. Let us slew him. Then we shall see what will become of his dream. And Bible says, Reuben, 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 what he did was that he saved his brother. But Bible says, uh, they threw him into the pit and they sold him out. Uh, you see, they thought that obviously his future was in the land where his father was. Uh, but then they didn't know that God has purposed something beautiful for him. They didn't know that God was working things around the corner. They didn't know that when God is involved, you may look like you are down, but you are up because you are him. When God is involved, he works it out anyway without anybody's help, without anybody's blessing, without anybody's material, but he still works it out anyway. And they showed him. And Bible said this man appeared at the house of Potiphar. He was made a leader there. He was taking charge of everything and he was lied upon as he was lied upon. Obviously, when he got to Potiphar's house, he would have been happy. At least he was a leader there. He was getting the good thing. He was respected and he should have been very, very happy. But then he was lied upon by Potiphar's, Potiphar's wife and he was thrown into prison. And while he was in the prison, he was also made a leader there. You see, but he was not happy about it. But he was still there. If you want to know why I'm saying he's not happy about it, when you go on to check about the names of his son, Manasseh and Ephraim, they will give you the interpretation and my reason for saying so. So Bible says why he was at the prison, he helped people, he helped one of them who could have helped him, forgot about him. And Bible says, uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph was still in the prison. And Bible says, Pharaoh had a dream. And as he had a dream, he had now had an encounter with Pharaoh and was given a position, a wife, a house, a worker in the land where he was not supposed to be. And he was, he was given a royal position. Yes, so he contained no royalty. In fact, he was a prisoner, but he had the spirit of God in him. He had a relationship with God. He was connected to God. And because he was connected to God, there was a future for him. This morning, you that you are listening to me, God wants you to know that you are also connected to his kingdom. You are part of the kingdom. You are born in the imagery of a son. You are born of a spirit. 
who is in you, who is with you, who is upon you. And therefore, there is an ordained future for you. You see, the brothers of, of Joseph, they missed it out. Sometimes people miss it out on you. They look at you and they think this is this is what this gentleman, this woman is going through. So this is how his future is supposed to end. But I beg you to differ. It doesn't matter whether he has made a mistake or not. It doesn't matter whether he is on the path which you want him to walk on. The future that the person is having is ordained by God and it will come to pass whether you agree, whether you don't agree, whether you fight it or you don't fight it. You see, they fought Joseph in every angle. He was lied upon, but God has purposed it in such a way that he would appear in Egypt. God has purposed it in such a way that he would be a prisoner. God purposed it in such a way that in his father's house, he was a leader. He was overseeing staff. At Potiphar's house, he was also a leader overseeing staff. At, at the prison, he was also a leader overseeing staff. You see, God purposes in such a way that he needed to be trained. He needed to be taught. He needed to know how to oversee Stava. Then when the time was right in the sight of God, he unleashed him out and gave him that future. You are also in a preparation state. I don't want you to commit suicide. I don't want you to be in constant pain. I don't want you to be thinking about what has gone on in your life. All I want you to look up to is to lift up your eyes like David and say, I'll lift up my eyes onto the heaven. Where does my help come from? And he also go on to say, yet though he walked through the valley of the shadow of death, he is expected to die. He's expected to cry. I shall not be afraid, for thou art with me. And then he goes on to say, you prepare a table before me. God prepares the table. The table was his future. He was in throne. He was on the throne. He was now ruling Egypt because God was with him. And God has purpose. Imagine a shepherd. He was now taking care of sheep. He was now in the wilderness. But then he was still a king in Reckon. God was preparing him. God was giving him the height. God was giving him the heart. God was giving him the mindset. God was giving him the strategies on how to deal with the enemy. God was giving him the boldness. God was giving him the faith that he needed. And he ended up on the throne. This morning, God wants you to know that your future is ordained of him. And no man, no woman can take it. No man, no woman can stop it. All hosts of hell can rise up against you. But he still has an ordained future for you. Imagine the devil coming out against you, but thinking that, oh, we are done with him. I am done with him. I've destroyed his, his properties. I've, I've, I've inflicted him with both sicknesses and, and, and everything that he loves. He has lost it. I am done with him. But unknown to him, God still had an ordained future for him, and he gave him double. Imagine someone like Jacob himself uh, fleeing from the face of his brother Esau, and he had nothing. He only carried a staff, and I will say that he laid down his head to sleep when he got to better, and he saw angels ascending and descending, and the king of kings was on the throne, and he came back as to nation. You may not have it now. You don't even have what to eat. You don't even have what it takes. You don't even have the friends, but all you have is God, and you having God is enough. So Joseph, he received the position. He received lots of, of stuff, lots of good stuff. 
in such a way that um, in the future, his brothers, uh, they came to enjoy for him. They came saved from famine. They came saved from death uh, because God had a future for Joseph which came to pass. Sometimes you only see, you only see the blessing in the future until you pass through the fire because sometimes the way is in the way of the sea. Sometimes the way is in the fire. Sometimes it's in the lions and sometimes it's where when you don't take it, you will die. But just God is with you and he has purpose that he has a future for you and nothing can stop you. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were thrown into the fire all right. But then the, the fourth man only appeared when they were thrown into the fire. That was when they were thrown into the fire. They entered into another dimension. It came to pass that people now came to recognize that these people are not ordinary. They have a God. They have a God who gives life. Who gives life and no one can take their life. And Nebuchadnezzar called them out. I gave the command. All right. But now I have changed my mind. I am promoting you. You see, God sits on the throne. And Bible says many are the plans of man. But it's only the purpose of God that comes to pass. The purpose of God for you this morning is for you to know that he has an ordained future for you. And that future is coming to pass. No one can stop it. Hell cannot stop it. The witches cannot stop it. The wizard cannot stop it. The government cannot stop it. Nobody from your family can stop it. You, you, you yourself, you cannot stop it. It's coming to pass because God has ordained it for you. Imagine, imagine, imagine Herod wanting to kill Jesus, baby Jesus, but he didn't succeed because God had a future and for him. And this morning, God wants you to know that there's a future for you. Daniel was truly to the lions then. He was supposed to die, but he wouldn't die because God had a future. Mordecai together with the rest of the of, of the Jews, they were all supposed to die, but they wouldn't die because God had a future for them. This morning, God wants you to know that he has a future for you. You see, he has a future for you. Even though some are weeping, he wants us to know that uh, weeping may endure for a night, uh, but his joy, which he bringeth about in the next day, it shall come also. He wants you to know that the future that he has for you, no matter what the enemy will say, no matter where they will go, the future will come to pass. And obviously, had I been Joseph, I wouldn't have been happy. Why must I suffer things when I've done nothing wrong? Why must I appear in a strange land? Why must I not be helped when I've helped, when I've even requested it from a fellow prisoner? Why must I be lied upon and appear in the prison in the first place? Why must my own brothers sell me out, out of anger, out of envy, out of just jealousness? But then he had God. And this morning, God wants you today that you also have him. As you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you also have him and he is with you. He is with you and he has ordained a wonderful, beautiful future for you. I suppose his brothers, they would have said, we shouldn't have done that. But then it was too late because he has left them. There are things that we need to leave sometimes because of our future. There are places that we need to be because sometimes because of our future. There are trainings that we need to undergo because of the future God has for us. There are things that we need to forsake because of the future God has for us. So sometimes you will be crying, all right. But yes, so God has a future for us. So you, you will not mind about our crying. He is still looking up the, the future. Sometimes he may be sad, all right, but he will bypass those sadness uh, because he knows he has a future for us. And tomorrow he will be smiling. 
sometimes all oh, who's to be against us but he knows that that is how sometimes his power manifests and that he has a future for us and he is in control this morning wherever you are god is speaking to you abraham left his father's house not because he wanted not because he decided to go but because god had him god had him do so and there was a future for him this morning god wants you to know that it's not over some you may have messed up like samson you may have lost precious things but bible says his hair began growing again god wants you to know that it's not over there is still hope for you there's still life for you he is the one who gives future and he has one ordained for you so he's calling on to us as jesus said come on to me all you who are heavily laden and i will give you rest I'll give rest to your souls. God will give you rest. He will bring you an expected end. He will bring you to a place of prominence. He will bring you to a place of joy. You will look up to him who is the altar and finisher of our faith. Look up to him. Trust in him. Let him lead you. Let his word be a guide. Let his word be the light that you need. Let his spirit energize you. Walk by the leadings of his spirit. Put on the armory of righteousness and leave for him. Take hold of everything that he has said. Believe in his hand. Believe in his power. Because with him, he is yea and amen. And he has prepared something wonderful, something beautiful, something extraordinary that is the future for you. Woman, you let this lady listen to me. Don't think that your married time has passed. And that's because it has passed, there's no man coming that there's no future for you in the area of marriage and in the area of childbirth. God is the one on the true. He rules. Bible says Abraham and Isaac, they laugh at God when God said they were going to have a child. But yesterday they were proved wrong and God was proved right. So the Bible says, let every man be a liar, but God is truthful. This morning, God also wants you to know he is truthful and he has a future for you. And that future is coming to pass. It has already come to pass. It has already come to pass. There was a king, a young boy. Bible says when you read the book of Kings, it talks about him being captured, all the royal sons being killed. And it was left with him because the servant at the palace took him. And this female ruler of Egypt, of, of Israel, she wanted to rule and she wanted all of them dealt with until the son Joash was released and he became the king instead. See, they were killing all the sons of the past king, but they didn't know there was one God has a future and God has hidden him. And this morning, God wants you to know that sometimes you need to be hidden for the future to manifest. Sometimes, by imagine David appearing in front of a king and he was behaving like a madman with Salama running all over his beers. You see, sometimes you may even appear like you are unskillful. Sometimes you may even appear to some like you are mad. You don't reason well and they speak ill of you. But then your future is ordained of God. And he is telling you wherever that you are this morning that he has a future for you. He has a future for your life. He has a future for your business. He has a future for your ministry. He has a future for your home. He has a future for your children. You, this gentleman, listen to me. Your years are not yet over. Still keep on looking up to God because when you look up to God, all the good stuff come from Him, all the perfect gifts come from Him, and He has a perfect gift as far as your future is concerned. And He wants you to know that and believe in Him. The Israelites, when they saw the gent, they thought that their life were done. 
but unknown to them was that there was a God who lives in heaven and who rules in the face of this earth, who is with power, authority, glory, honor, who says and it comes to pass. And he had a future for them, like he has a future for you. God has a future for you. Thank you for listening to the Daily Star Devotion once again. Daily Star Devotion with Jesus, every day you are a star. You are a living star. You are a glorious star. You are a superstar. You are a heavenly star. You are a daily star. With Jesus, holy stardom. And remember, there is heaven and you have to go. With Jesus, holy stardom. Jesus, holy stardom. Jesus,